announcement. Two of pro wrestling's biggest powerhouses coming together to give you an event like you've never seen before. That sent shockwaves through professional wrestling. And this is about the undisputed elite Bullet Club. For the first time ever, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling presents Forbidden Door. We welcome back to the show today, Dan Phillips. How are you doing today, Dan? Very good. I'm, I'm really, I am so looking forward to this, by the way. <laughs> this is, we've been doing this for a long time and I, we have not spoke about this, have we? At all. No, not at I all. I have no, no idea on what you're going to say. And no. I am so excited to talk so to you, to see what you think. It's 20 past eight, uh, British summertime as we record this. So 3.20 Eastern. I've just finished watching the pay-per-view. This is the, the joys of life as a fan in the UK. I, I tweeted out last, I don't know if you saw this, but I tweeted my mum to say, uh, I text, yeah. I text my mum saying, like, I'm not going to be on my phone today. You can, you can get me on my work phone because that's how bad it's been trying to stay off my phone for, for pretty much, what has it been? Uh, 10 hours? No, a little, uh, a little. No, 22 hours it's been. 22 a hours. Little behind the cur- a little behind the curtain. Look, every so often today, I've just loaded up WhatsApp just to see when you last were online. Mm. <laughs> and I've got all of my wrestling groups archived. Every group <laughs> archived just in case someone sent me then. Um, but before we get on to wrestling, how did you get on your darts match this evening? So I, well, I was in a darts tournament. It's uh, online darts at GDL180 for just a little prom- pro- uh, promo there. Because I'll tell you what, it's very, very good for men particularly good for men's mental health actually when you play against men all around the world um majority in europe and uh i found myself having won a couple of games in the quarter final of a cup competition but uh, i i met a, a very a ruthless opponent and uh i was unsuccessful but probably played my best start so i'm getting better and better I st- to be honest this 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 starts thing i do you start off with um when I started, my average was around sort of not great, like 35. And I've just clocked up a sort of close to 55 average. I've been playing for about That's six amazing. weeks on there. So I'd recommend that sort of thing to anyone. You just play online. Um, they just You just set a camera up and, and you're off you go and you have a little chat with them. And yeah, you don't have to talk. Um, but yeah, I, I've gone out graciously in the quarterfinal, but I do understand I might pick up some ranking points. It's all nice. a big, there's, there's 23 <laughs> divisions with 15 people in each. It's a bit of a, I mean, it's, it's mad. Um, I but yeah, it, so that. So I, was, I noticed it made its way onto your Twitter bio as well, isn't it? To shared space. It has made its way. Mid-South moments, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just adding little bits in there, you know. It's more like a CV, my Twitter now. Yeah, no, it's really, it's really good. Well, unlucky on the the loss, but fifty five average is highly, highly impressive. So, congratulations. Much. Now, on to as Dan said at the start of the show, we've not talked about this at all. So, um, he's going to be surprised when I give this pay per view a one and a half out of ten. No, um, so Excalibur, Taz, and Kevin Kelly on the call to start the show. It's a bit weird that Taz was on throughout, wasn't it? I didn't really. Yeah, wasn't I've, explained. I've made, I made a note say no Jr. But then they made they made a few comments about, and I think Jr. when he was on later on made comments about maybe having a bad leg or something. Yeah, so he's got that, he had that um, that cancerous thing on his leg um, and he had a, he shared, shared a picture of it the other day, but I don't know whether that's specifically saw or what it was or what the reason was to, um, you know, make, because I think JR's been extended for another year at least, I believe. So yeah, I didn't, didn't really get that. But anyway, they were they were on the court. To be, to be honest, I did, I was going to say, I did make a note that Kevin Kelly was there. And yeah. for those that don't watch New Japan, who better? And actually, I did make a note of, with Kevin Kelly there, would he show JR up a little bit? Because he does the JR role and he is, I'm um, obviously JR was probably his 
you know, uh, mentor. He's uh, boss I suspect. at one point. I think he said that on the yeah. show, didn't they? Yeah. 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 But Kevin Kelly is the best commentator yeah, there is. Good. So I did wonder whether they'd let JR off to say, hmm. same with Shivani. You two stay away. This yeah, is, this is the big. Much, this is the big boys. The big yeah. boys are here. But I would have rather had Ross, Kelly, and Excalibur because Kelly yeah. and Excalibur and Kelly can do the same sort of job as Ross can. But he doesn't really do that now because of Excalibur. But yeah, I don't know why Taz was on it throughout. But yeah, I, it was okay. Taz, do, Taz does sometimes for me. He does the um, the sort of hill side, which like you know yeah. I've got a real issue that there's no hill. He's he, he's like semi, isn't he? He's semi semi hill. Like yes. he's not full on. But he at least provides some sort of, you know, let's all... I mean, Kevin Kelly does it brilliantly. He he acts as a neutral, I find. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe it was that. But yeah, I did think it was a bit strange, given the size of the, the show. But then again, they were they had lots of guest comms, didn't they? Popping up yeah, here, there, yeah, everywhere. So up first, the team of the sing-along entrance music. Chris Jericho was out first, Sammy Guevara and Minoru Suzuki. Um, Suzuki's music got a great reaction when it started and Kazo Nina Ray was deafening, but not quite as loud as it was at York Hall last month. I got another like on that today. It's obviously big in Japan these days. Um, yeah. They were up against Eddie Kingston, Shota Umino and Wheeler Utah. And this match was for the man advantage at Bull and Guts. I presume what that meant was um, they would get the first draw. So when it went two on one, the winning team yeah. would get it. Uh, you to start this match with six German super. I've put six German duplexes on Jericho. It's not the same thing. Suplex on Jericho, which the crowd erupted for. I'm not sure if it was me. I had problems with Fight TV for half the show. Like the picture was so bad. I flipped around in between my phone watching it, like uh, cast into my TV. Do you watch yours through the app on your television now, or do you cast it? Uh, I tend to do it on the phone. When I when I do it on the TV, or phone or an iPad. Yeah. Um, and watch it on so- there and cast it, or do you? No, casting. just watch it on there because okay. the casting is where I get the problems. The, right, right, right. Where it's trying to, I've got the app on the telly, and I've always found that is okay. I just find it better when it's just on the, yeah, on yeah. on the device that's actually streaming it, as opposed to. Yeah, mine sorted casting. itself out later, but this is really, really frustrating. But anyway, this match was great fun. I thought everyone looked strong, particularly Sammy, Utah, and Umino, and even got a standing ovation at the fourteen minute mark. The closing sequences where you thought Shota might get Jericho were really, really good. Jericho kicked out of a brain buster and ended up in his own lion tamer until Sammy broke it up. Kingston ate the gotch style pile driver from Suzuki. And after a brief rally, Shota got the Judas effect. And that was it in 19 minutes and four seconds. And this is a solid recommend from me. What did you think of this opener? Yeah, a couple of things. I think Sammy rejoining Jericho is a great move. Yeah, Um, I agree. Sort of of forced, really, um, given that Sammy sort of become a heel through his relationship more than more than intentional, I think. Um, obviously, I was singing along to Suzuki coming in, but for me, uh, oh, Umino, how, how do you how would you say Umino? Uh, Umino, Umino. Obviously, we've seen him. He's been at I think every ref pro show I've been to, which is four now, three or four now. Hmm. So I was quite happy to see him. Yeah, it was like a bit of kind of one of our boys, wasn't it, basically? Yeah, I did yeah. feel like a little bit of a proud dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, what is, I see Willie Uta come out now. I, think, I never really mind him. What is the pure title? Uh, pure title is like an underneath, this, the third, the, the tertiary uh, title in yeah. Ring of Honor. There you go. Um, in Ring of Honor. In Ring of uh, Honor. Okay. And it was different rules. I will look, while you're continuing, I'll tell you what the Ring of Honor pure title rules um, are. Yeah. Um, Sort of looking at, it, I mean, Eddie Kingston. Oh, look, I've got my own opinion of him, but he is so over. Yeah, he is mad. He is so over. 
and then you add cheesy, the sort of, it's a bit cheesy sometimes I, i'm just i just don't rate his wrestling so i mm. just sort of get a bit you just I I, he's I playing know. up to like you think he's overplaying the character personally um yeah, then obviously as i say with, with sammy he was getting like there's a fu sammy or whatever chance which is great for him the crowd were electric yeah they were pumped i mean i would honestly say it's the first pay-per-view in a long time that i've watched that i've thought wow this crowd is really yeah. they're really for this um and it, and it got you it got you going as the watcher it certainly got me going um i've criticized crowds a lot some of these pay-per-views but um i thought it was really good um so i'm not um i'm not usually a fan of the slap standoffs mm. but the suzuki kingston one having seen suzuki now do that live and you realize they really hurt yeah. um i was i was quite i was quite into that um, loved Suzuki's um, over the rope armbar, and then when he was pulling, so you know he, he he was leaning over the ropes, hanging down on the arm, and then just pulling the fingers apart. What I like about that is, I think I said before, when you see a move and you think, oh, you can imagine that really hurting you. Yes. There's something about like when he's doing the finger. Like, I can't imagine being chokeslammed, but I can imagine someone coming and pull my fingers apart. Yeah. I was like, oh. No. Um, in, in essence, though, as you can see, he's just an animal. This bloke. Yes. I mean, he's just an animal. Um, I thought it was really good with Umino doing the walls of Jericho. Sort of like they showed the thing before, sort of like years in the making, because he did it to his dad or something. Jericho had done it to his dad. Uh, Jericho. Ne- yeah, yeah, that did he was do it the- to his dad. Uh, yeah, so his dad's Red Shizuno, the referee, and I'm pretty sure that clip must have been from the Omega match at uh, Wrestle Kingdom in 20... Yeah, oh, that's it. he hit his dad and he did it to him, didn't he? Yeah. And I probably, he probably thought he'd never have that opportunity to reverse that, so I thought that was quite cool. I thought this was a solid recommend. I thought this was a great start. Yeah. What a great, great start for a match that the repercussions are whatever. Like, yeah, I don't really yeah. care. Um, it just got certain people involved. Um, but yeah, we're a really good start. Yeah, agree. The p- pure wrestling rules, each wrestler has three rope breaks to stop submission holds and pinfalls during the match. After a wrestler exhausts his rope breaks, submission and pin attempts under the ropes by the opponent are considered legal. There are no closed fist punches to the face allowed, only open hand slaps or chops. Uh, punches to the other parts of the body are permitted apart from low blows. Um, and the first use of a closed fist would get a warning. The second would cause the wrestler to be penalised, a rope break. Uh, and then if he's already out of rope breaks, he'll be disqualified. And the wrestler is subject to a 20 count by the referee if the wrestler goes to the floor. And also um, the championship can change hands on DQ or count out. Seems a bit OTT for me. but, but I assume it's trying to say that it's pure wrestling as in it's encouraging you to do submissions. Isn't it? Yeah, I guess. I, um, yeah, it's been around quite a long time. It's been around since uh, February 2004. So um, mm. though it doesn't, I think it was... Uh, yeah, it was it was it was um, taken out of circulation in 2006 because it was unified with the Ring of Honor World Championship in Liverpool of all places um, mm. by Brian Danielson, and then it was brought back in October 2020. Uh, next up, we had the IWGP and Ring of Honor Tag Team Title Unification Match, which is FTR versus the Great Khan and Jeff Cobb versus Rapongi Vice. Um, Dax looked hurt just under the three-minute mark after dropping an elbow and consulted a doctor on the outside, and then he was led away. He came back out just after 10 minutes of a big reaction from the crowd with his shoulder strapped up, and the commentators talked about him suffering a dislocation. I'm not sure how wise it was for him to go back out in the circumstances, but he did. Um, in an exchange of pins, the referee definitely counted one too early when Romero had Dax pinned, and then he got to three and then carried on. 
because he didn't because he, he hadn't realized that he'd already counted one which is the crowd sort of got all over um ftr won with the big rig in 16 minutes and 32 seconds to win the iwgp heavyweight tag team of titles this was just okay for me and was hurt by the situation with dax which they couldn't really do anything about I also thought this match would have been significantly better if Aussie Open had been in it. Um, albeit, I understand why they did Okan and Cobb because they were the champions. But yeah, just just um, just okay for me. What did you make of this tag team title match? Yeah, um, I was interested to see Great Okan. I always see him as quite a bit, a bit part. And yeah. as he a result, that's why I would like to have... Yeah, I thought he did all right, but yeah. I could agree with you. I would like to have seen Aussie Open. But again, that's not the point. Um, I would view FTR as quite a bit above the other two teams um different level to the yeah, other two I agree with that. um which is maybe why i don't know maybe why we didn't get um a good a match i don't know there's all the crowd crowd of ftr section bits of a4 paper i don't know what that means uh like a stack do <laughs> very bad stack do. Um, they have had that before. I think ba- Bailey had that, and various other people. So I think Cesaro's had that as well, actually. So I don't know whether someone lays those out, but that's certainly a thing that um, yeah. has been around. Um, yeah, I've just got. I'm not really a fan of triple threat tag matches. Um, I view Rocky Romero from my days watching New Japan Strong. He's a commentator, so. Yeah, Rocky's um, Rocky's very good. He's. I remember him best of Super Juniors in what 2019, and he's been good. But he's. He's the liaison between America and, and Japan, and like, right, the okay. so you know I understand him wanting to be on this card, but uh, again, Aussie Open were the ones, but you couldn't have had them instead of those. Yeah, so it's just difficult. Yeah, it's difficult. Um, obviously, the injury. I thought it was another forbidden door, the curse of forbidden door. There of an injury yeah. in the sort of second match. Um, it was quite clear to me that FTR were going to win. Yeah, I thought so. so I was too. quite intrigued to see how they were going to do it, and actually, the triple threat tag format helped that because obviously if it was just a normal tag match it becomes a um what you call it a handicap match but obviously because it was that triple threat there was one stage cash was allowed to was able to tag out someone else who could then continue to think so he could get a rest so actually they that was quite lucky um I mean, how he come back it looked like his shoulder had popped out to me I think Um, it did I think it absolutely did fair play to I haven't heard um, much about that. I mean, I've, I've barely looked at anything so far um, in terms of aftermath, but just just a few few key bits. But I've not who, heard much talking about that. Who would dictate the changes there? Do you think Tony Khan sort of feeding through to the ref, right, FTR have got to win, this is what we're going to do? I think you they know? all would have known that FTR, FTR were going to win and they probably were communicating with the referee during the... Because they just, they probably... I mean, the, the rest is good enough to just tie it over and, do, and call it in the ring. But, but I do you think Khan would been in the ref's ear? I think someone would have told the referee that he was coming back out again when right, okay. he made that decision. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was really watching think how they can do this because I was yeah. just adamant that FTR are winning this. So yeah. how are they going to do it? Um, but unfortunately, the whole thing was a mess because, and not for the first, not this isn't the only time there's been a mess on this no. pay-per-view. Um, it, he free counted the wrong, he free counted Romero. Yeah. The, the end. I mean, I think this referee, it's Paul Turner, yeah. isn't it? It's Paul Turner yeah. as a referee. Massively. I don't think he's very good. I, I remember him at a show I was at in, in New Orleans and he was the referee for Ring of Honor and every single near fall, he mistimed it. He's got this weird pronounced, like his yeah. third one stops and then they kick out. He's, it's just not, the cadence is not right. And I, and I thought that yeah. at the time um, and I, I think that he, he, he spoiled quite a lot. And he was a referee in the main event, wasn't he as well? 
Yes. And I think that had some yes. problems on that. And I've made, made a few notes around the fact that every time I saw him after that, look, I know people make mistakes, but that, I know people make mistakes, but as a ref, that's your main job. Yeah, exactly. Because all, all, of the, all of the rope breaks and all of the stepping people up, right, that's the show. That's the show. Your actual job is to count to three and yeah, get it right. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, the, that's all you, everything else you do yeah. is for show, right? It's all an act where, where you look, who you look at, who you tell off. That you're one, and if you mess up telling someone off or if you mess up, a low, uh, miss a low blow, it's not going to affect the, the match. No. It, your job's to count. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. I, and yeah, I, so I, I put it was all right. Yeah. That really done it for me. What did I put on that? I, can't, I don't even know what... Uh, you said the same, I think. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I've got... Um, so backstage, we saw Bullet Club members Juice Robinson recently off an appendectomy. Have I said that right? I've had one, but I can't say it right. And just terribly difficult. I always say to Charlotte, it's one that it's an all... I, I really overplay how bad of an operation it was and all that sort of thing. And unfortunately... Yeah, I think you watched a bit of Grey's Anatomy in your time, haven't you? Watched a bit of Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and the very first, and it's excellent, Grey's Anatomy as well. The very first episode of Grey's Anatomy, like someone does a uh, removes an appendix without any training base, and it goes to show that it's not it's not that difficult, an operation, <laughs> but quite tough to recover from. Um, so Robinson said he was the real YWGP US champion, and Jay White talks about the four way that Robinson won recently to catch that title, and he would do the same tonight and retain the IWGP World Heavyweight Title. I didn't have much to say about this. It was okay. Any, anything to add on this? Why steal a belt? Mm. Silly. It's, it's pony, isn't it? Really? You haven't won it. It's silly. Why yeah. you stole it? Well, you, um, oh, because then he'll take you on. Okay, he'll take you on if you just ask. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, and he's a, he's a former champion, so probably that match would happen anyway. Go I beat, do agree. Go yeah. beat him up. Go beat him up. Guess what? They take you on. That's how it works. That's the system. You know, and then nick the belt. <laughs> you look like a Wally. I think we've talked about this on air before. Like we're not, we're yeah. not fans of that storyline device no. at all. And talking about crap things involving titles, the impossibly turd All Atlantic Championship was on the line next, um, with a match with Clark Connors versus Pack versus Miro versus Malachi Black squaring off this totally ill-conceived and unnecessary title. What does this even mean? All Atlantic title? Don't think. Does Holland? Does Holland got on the sea of the Atlantic? I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not, unless my geography is very very bad. Uh, where else are the rest of them from? Bulgaria? Is that on the... Is that on... I don't think that's on the... Is that You're on winging the this though, aren't you? You're winging am, this though. I am winging it. I am winging it. I'm going to look... I'm looking... I'm trying to get Google Maps in front of me. There's no way that Bulgaria is on the Atlantic. I'm pretty sure Holland's not either. Let's have a little look. Let's have a little look. Because if that... If, if you have to be on the... If your country has to be on the Atlantic to better qualify, then that's two that aren't. If I'm honest, uh, I viewed it more... I viewed it more... Oh, that uh, it's like the European belt. I've got the answers to your question. Well, the, yeah, the, the Netherlands is not on the Atlantic. It's on the North Sea, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So how does that um, work? Well, why, why was anyone American allowed to win the European title? What are you talking about? Well, uh, yeah, fine, but... No, uh, not fine. I've won the argument right there. But the European Championship... <laughs> I think, okay, so the European Championship, I think, was a slightly <laughs> different definition. I think that was like the champion... Like, like my... Play, play, make believe WWF champion in England character was sorry superstar. Um, that was the champion in Europe. Was this? I don't really get. I, I don't know. I just think it's. They've just called it all name. Atlantic to just try and say it's because they would call it the international. But guess what? That means the same as world. I suppose. But why not? Why have it? Why have it in the first place? Why have the European belt then? Well, I, I didn't agree with that either. <laughs> I don't no, agree that's that what it is. It's to, it's to try it. Do you know what? It's when you've got a roster because you signed everyone humanly possible. 
Well, yeah. You've got to make up new belts. What, what could you have that was better than All Atlantic? I'm sure. That, I mean, you'd have TV, really, but then the TBS and TNT is kind of similar to that. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I, I'm, I not, rather, I, I'm not as. I'm not as. I quite like the con- I quite like the concept. Oh, okay. Well, I do, so this is something we haven't talked about. So that's the thing. You, we get our, get our disagreements out on air. Um, I'm sure I could. The, the problem with, with it is. I would have liked because the, the the underneath belt is a TBS and TNT. I think you can't do television champion, but I like the idea no. of having a championship that's on Dynamite every single week. So every single week you've got that that tele, let's say television title. So diluted though, isn't it? Well, I don't know because in your, in your, if say if, if it was Pack who, who who won this match and he had to defend against it, so I mean. What, one of the more exciting but Cody, but Cody did that with Cody the did it, TNT. and that was exciting. Yeah, that was exciting. And well, Cena, it was okay. Cena did it with the United States Championship on in WWE, and that was good as well. So I, I, I do like that. Perhaps you don't have to do it all the time, but I, I would like a title that's defended. Perhaps you could do Rampage or Dynamite every single week. The TV title is defended. Yeah, I, I quite like that. And you know, you've always got it. And if you've got someone like well, Pat, well to be honest, that good matches every single week. But to be honest, it'd be interesting to see what happens with this. Hmm. Because to me, I know, I know, I agree with you that a four-way title match is rubbish. Mm. There's something about it. There's something about a triple threat. I, I've been, I've been thinking about this today, and I think what it is is that you want a focus. So when you've got four, there's two different things going on. Yeah. Right. It's not tag team. There's two different things going on. You want the focus to be. So when it's triple threat, there's always one thing happening because the other person can either be involved or not. Yeah. But generally here, you've got too much going on. And also it's very unrealistic as well. Yeah. Like often you have something going on in the ring and then the other two are just sort of milling around outside waiting and it, because, Oh, hang on. It's not my turn to jump in. It's his turn to jump in. And it's yes. just, it just looks silly. I thought for this, because it's a new title, I had the view of, okay, well, it's a new title, so they're giving as much people a chance to win it as possible. Um, I like Clark Connors from New Japan Strong. However, I know he's replaced someone. But yes. What, why is that? Why is the person not Japanese that's, that's well, come he in? He's in I New just, Japan, I suppose. But I, I know, I know but that's it, not... Yeah. The, it wasn't like, It's a new belt and you had all... Yeah, but yeah. they've got no one else. Also, Japan, um, pretty sure that's not in the Atlantic either. Okay. All right. let's, let's, let's I don't even have to look that up. Uh, sea of Japan and Pacific. Geography um, level, grade D. But, I mean, yeah, I because the TNT belt has been so degraded, mm. I'm actually quite excited about this one. Because my view is this one can go above TNT for a couple of reasons. Number one, the champion. Mm. Um, number two, I like the idea that different nationalities. I, I, you know who's going to go for it next? Yeah, potentially the, 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 the mystery, the mystery guest. He's going for it next, oh. but he will. Mm. We'll get to him. Um, yeah. But I think, I think because I'm so down on the TNT. To be honest, if you are the t- put it this way, TNT is meant to be the second belt. Where was that defended? No, it wasn't on the card at all, was he? No. No, because no. Scorpio Sky has literally, and I wouldn't necessarily say it's him so much, it's the bloke from Top Team, has just made this a non-belt. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm a quite excited about this one because it's not that. Um, and I don't even see me even getting excited for TNT again. I don't understand 
It's rubbish. Um, they've, they've killed, they've, they've killed, killed, killed it. it. They've, they've killed, killed it. it. Um, I haven't got a time for this one, but I think it was about 14 or 15 minutes and Pack won. Basically, the, the ending was... Um, it looked like Pack was going to tap out. Is, is Miro's move called the game over? Is that just what we, we shout out? Game over, yeah. Game over, yeah. Do you remember that when his character was that he liked video games and that was it, basically? It's like this uh, big right at the start. <laughs> yeah. At the start, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Oh, do you know uh, what? I didn't link that through. That's that's what that'll be. Right? Yeah. He just loves loves video games. Um, basically, uh, Black went for his... Um, it, but Black got him with the Black Miss and then went for his, his kick, but he, he kind of got it, but didn't really, but Miro still sold it. And this led to Black putting an armbar on Connors, but Pat broke it up with a 450 splash. Pack then got the Brutalizer on poor Connors. It's so obvious he's doing the job in this to tap out. So Pack is the All-Atlantic champion. Everything you said about four ways, I completely agree with here. I think that there's... There's a psychological problem. And I think you can have one of these in an event, but it felt like there was a lot of this on this show. Um, and I yeah. think one of the key things is when you're watching, a, I prefer one-on-one match. When you're watching a one-on-one match, you've got just the pure story of the selling, the jeopardy, everything, the reversals. It's all one. If, if there's going to be a pinfall, they either kick out or they don't kick out. There's not someone jumping in or it's going to be a near fall, but you can see someone moving in the background and that hurts us. However, I would put this just about in recommend category. What would you, what would you rate this one? Um, just quickly on Clark Connors. Um, yes, I think he was there to do a job. He is a good wrestler for people yeah. watching this. It's just a bit early for him, this match. Yeah. Them three are, are experienced. They even said, I think, the, the closest to him experience wise was nine years more than him. Wow, so, okay. you know, um, and also what doesn't help him is he comes across as a jobber, like a bit of a hangman Adam Page ripoff. I think he uses uh, some of that hair, doesn't he? Yeah. I did like his, he's he, he done a trophy hunter finisher, which I thought, yeah, I thought that was great. And I also actually, and I also really like the bit where he speared through the table. I thought that was excellent. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. I think, um, he's, I think he's good. It's just maybe he's got some work just a bit look. too early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, um, yeah, I've got it was all right. Slash recommend, um, mainly because you had some good you had some good wrestlers here that done the, the you know best of what they could do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And do you know what, Pack? This is your chance. This is mm. he's been waiting a long time for this. He would have been a champion of some sort before. Um, he probably would have been the TNT champion, and and we wouldn't be having the same conversation. He'd be we're a much about better pick than Scorpio uh, Sky would be. Like I just, yeah. I just, which is why I'm excited it. for this belt and what he does with this. And I think yeah. we could have some really good matches with him. Yeah. I think you should get some really good ones. So yeah, I thought it was all right. Slash recommend. Good stuff. All right, next up, um, Tony Giovanni joined the commentary booth for the Bullet Club of Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and El Fantasmo versus Dudes with Attitude, Shingo Takagi, Sting, and Darby Allen. Uh, which was a marvellous combination of people that I never thought I needed to see. Um, Sting and Shingo teaming. It would have been even better had Hiromu been able to make the trip, but he was out with a fever. Um, Sting didn't come out to his music. Um, and then we got the old Bullet Club music for ELP and the Bucks along with Hikaleo. Then the arena went dark and Sting was shown in the rafters and I started to absolutely cringe out of my skin thinking, please don't do the descent from the rafters. Please don't do it. Like, just don't do it. Don't do it. I never want to see that ever again. Thankfully, they didn't because Sting then appeared above the entranceway and dived down to the Bullet Club and the crowd loved it. 
Um, ELP and Matt Jackson exchange elaborate and brilliant back scratching spots and Darby Allen during this, which were phenomenal. And I just sat there with a huge smile on my face most of this match. And I think it's pretty special when wrestling can do that. And Shingo got the pin in ELP, got the pin on ELP in 13 minutes and three seconds with Last of the Dragon. And I'd have quite happily watched this for another 10 minutes. And I'm going a low must watch on this. What did you think? Um yeah, I, I, the, the, the vibe I got for this was that this was a match to get Sting involved um, in the show hmm. for the Japanese audience, maybe. Um, hence why I was not surprised that he was... I thought we were going to see him in the stands, um, but I wasn't surprised by that. Um, and also when the match finished, they were soon, even though he didn't do the pin, soon to get his music on. Yeah. Um, so I do think there's a bit of a but you know what? That's what Sting's back for, right? He's back. He's not back to win titles, right? He's back to, for nostalgia. So, and I thought they did it well, and that's where the Bucks are great, right? They can, they they worked. The Bucks are really like the Bucks are next level, right? Now, this is a this is Sting. He's got it, but the Bucks are able to. And don't get me wrong, Shingo and Darby done a bit as well. But for an opposition, the Bucks were able to make this look realistic. Look, this sixty-year-old man can still do it. Also didn't hold back on him. I I, I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, as I said, I think it was to get Stig in because my view is what's the point of this? What was the point of this match? There was no I think rhyme getting, or reason. It was getting There's an interesting no... combination on the pay-per-view including the Bucks, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I just think it was that. Um, and I'm happy because Shingo, there's something about that guy that when... when during lockdown, mainly mm. when Shingo become the, the the new Japan champion, that stopped me watching it because mm. I just was like, "Who is this?" Like, is it not who is this? I knew who he was, but you are nowhere near the level of he wasn't. He seeing. wasn't a level. Uh, he, he's and... very very good in the ring, but I think his look holds him back. Holds him back potentially a little bit. And I, I think as a world champion, he's he's the guy that doesn't ever win the big one. I I see him as though he did. Yeah, but he's the match. Um, he's the one with Okada that you can think. Maybe they'll give it to him. Maybe they'll give it to him. He never quite gets there, but obviously he did. But I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 also similarly, El Fantasma, whatever ELP, he didn't really seem to do, and he didn't do. He didn't show. I've got this a few times during this show. He didn't show what he's got. I, I, maybe like you know this. He just to me, I just kept thinking he was like either doing low blows or getting beaten up. I yeah. wanted to see a bit bit more from him. Um, and it's probably quite difficult to shine in a team with the Bucks, but I know he's good. So that, that was a bit um, annoying. Um, there was, I mean, I had no idea who the legal man was half the time. Um, but again, it was how Mark, the show was. Are, I you, love- are you listening, Mark? Because I, I think you might have yeah. not liked this one somehow. Yeah. The back, the back scratching was brilliant. I love they even said that that's why that's why the ref checks everyone's nails pre-match. Yeah. What a like, like I did not know that. What a great little ad, like little thing in there. Um, Sting absorbing the super kick, yeah, where they super so kick to me didn't move that. I was like, now, ordinarily, I know that some people might go, that's stupid. I loved it. That, that that's the sort of stuff I was like, very well done. This is great. Yeah. Um, the only error was right at the end. Sting went to go out, went outside yeah. the ring, and Nick had to tell him to go back in. Yeah, because um, he was meant to go and do something, and I was like, oh, I wish I hadn't have seen that. I thought ELP so, did such a good job of that, didn't he? Because he went and d- did some taunting to the crowd the other way. That's just, right, yeah. Because uh, it was more meant to be that ELP didn't realise. And then yeah. the thing went out, I was like, oh, no, I can't believe yeah. it. So 
I had it was all right slash recommend. Oh, I, I think so. Low, fairly low then. Yeah. yeah, because I enjoyed it, but I, I'm not like, oh wait, look, it's a recommend for nostalgia. Yeah, it's an it was all right for wrestling. So that's why I've yeah, come up to that. I, I've just looked on Grappon. And, and, that, and that bit at the end, just again, just I was like, ah, oh, just there's something about when I see that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've I know what you mean. I hate it when I can see, I know how hard it is for them, but but they're the best in the business. So, you know, I, um, I don't want to, I don't want to see that. No, and I, I think I like this a lot more than other people because grapple, the grapple average is 3.84 stars. This was, mm. I, I gave it four and a half. I think it was. I think if you like sort of, four and a half is very high. Well, I'm surprised I, you're giving it that high. This reminded me of I remember watching a um, uh, a PWG Battle of Los Angeles uh, show when I was going on honeymoon to Australia, and I can't remember who the Bucks were against, but it was like a semi comedy, semi serious, yeah, yeah, like hundred miles an hour, everyone in, no no bearing of the rules, loads of moves, loads of massive spots, crowd loved it. And I just think, yeah, this is not for everybody, pure what pure or whatever. But if you're if it's gonna ultimately make me sit there with a smile on my face, and it was only 13 minutes, I've got to go higher with it. And I th- I thought it was yeah, not but for I everyone, guess but that, what I like that's it was similar really to it. but that's similar to our last review. Mm. I liked the Moxley, the when they kept playing wild thing. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. I really yeah. like that, but yeah. you didn't. No, I didn't. No. But I, but I was like, I really enjoyed just sitting there watching it. Yeah, fair like, play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. again, wrestling wise, was there much wrestling? No, but I enjoyed that. So maybe it's just sort yeah, of... exactly, exactly. I, I like this a lot, but clearly not as much. Clearly more than a lot of people. Um, Tony Schiavone was backstage next, trying to interview Shota Umino when Jericho and Co intervened. And um, Jericho said he did a hell of a job and he'd earned their respect. His two job mates then said the same, and then Jericho threw a fireball in Shota's face. I'm not a fan of that at all. Anything to add on this before we get on to? Uh, I, I think I said AW a lot. versus New Japan match. Um, I think I said before that I'm sort of reading his books again. Yes, and he talks about the importance of a gimmick. This mm. isn't one. Get rid of this. Yeah, the fire thing. To be honest, not only you're not like okay, you're not, but the wizard thing. Is silly. Fire has been done by a man who will no longer be named on on this podcast. Yeah, you know. Oh, I shouldn't have said yeah. that. Really, <laughs> language. Language. Do you want to go yeah. on some sensitivity training? You know I've got, I know. I know. A good course. I was thinking about a big old rant at the start of this show about various things, but I'm not. I'm not going to do it. But we'll yeah. save it for. Uh, we'll save it for a weekly pod. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, on the on the right side though, Umino getting a little feature. Who knows? Maybe yeah. he'll be back. Which yeah, again. I- I feel like I know this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's such a big thing as well. Like that's how I feel about Osprey. Like you know, Osprey's got his detractors, but I've seen him when he was like a, basically a ch- like a skinny little child at York Hall. What crikey! How, I don't know how long that would have been ago now. Probably 2014. What's that? Eight years ago, when yeah. he was probably 20. And I feel like um, you know him and the, the the other one who may not who sh- probably shouldn't be named on the podcast. You feel like you sort of grew up grew up with them a bit, and yeah. that's why they're always going to be a bit, like there's a little bit of your heart that they've got because you saw them grow and show to him and I sound like we've seen him live a few times. You obviously a big fan of strong. And as he goes on, yeah. you'll always, and I think that's such a big part of having people that you can, I'm not sure relate to is the right thing, but having people you're interested in and you have a connection with is such. An yeah. And you, thing. and you've watched them go down and like build up. From, like I know all yeah. wrestlers have come from somewhere, but you've watched them do it. Like, I just think it's great. And also he's in a, he's in a different, he's not from the UK where we've seen him. He's not from the US. Like, good on you, mate. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I completely agree. Next up, Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. And the why is this on an AEW and New Japan show for the AEW Women's World title? And um, Thunder Rosa won with the final record in 10 minutes and 42 seconds. I thought both ladies worked hard, but I wasn't interested in this at all. Not in this pairing and the crowd weren't either. This is a skip from me. What did you think of this? What do you think? I think you think it was a skip. Yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, it had no reason to be there. Now, this is where they should have at least just done a one and stardom crossover here. Because um, you just, in New Japan, you, there is no women's wrestling, is there? No, no. No. So, and I know Tony Khan subsequently has said that he, he wanted to do a stardom in his post thing press conference. He wanted to do a crossover, but it didn't work. It couldn't work with the visas. And also, oh, really? I didn't know, read that. And yeah, also, there was a which stardom suggests to me. Yes, yeah, also well. suggests to me he's left it too late. Yeah, so well, I, I don't know why. It, if it's a problem with the visas, well, if you give yourself six, seven, eight weeks, nine weeks notice, it makes me think that he's come up with a, or he's just lying because the guy's full of... What, how anyways, could there be, what um, would be the problem? Just thinking about this. Uh, how, how he's thought about be, it too late, maybe. It must be too late. The thing is, there's no reason that a, a, a woman that's that's working for stardom couldn't get a visa. Well, did exactly you, when the did you say the last paper? Well, they had a pay-per-view yesterday morning. So, right, so that would but, have been a problem. However, the paper travel, wasn't travel a restrictions. One. Yeah, but I don't know what's the travel restrictions no, between can, Japan get, and USA. You can get in and out on business stuff now easily. You might have a COVID okay. test on your return at the airport, but there's no problem. Well, with that. that's what he said anyway. But but the um, just, just have, to, have a look into it. But. Yeah, just to finish on the paper on their pay per view, I haven't watched it yet. But their pay per view was not a major pay per view. They're, they're tending to put a, a show a month on on pay per view now. But their, their main event was like a three on three, so it wasn't a big one at all. So they could have pulled someone yeah. from that and given. Thunder Rosa, a, a, you know, a stardom opponent. I, I'm not feeling st- th- Thunder Rosa at all is it in this no. championship reign. No. No, she, she um, when she first come in, uh, she had quite a lot of about her. And mm. now she's got, and but she didn't win it. And now she, that now she has won it. It's a bit of a, it's quite flat, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah really flat. Um, she was never losing this. No. Um, her driver finisher was a, was a lot better than her actual finisher. Mm. Just before her finish, she's done a really love a good finisher. Yeah, Storm actually seen. sold it really. It. Storm sold yeah. it really well, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. Um, lots of praise for Dustin at the end. Yeah. Um, I wonder. I wonder if, if you interviewed Thunder Rosa, she'd put half her credit behind Dustin. I'm pretty sure not. Well, that's what one of the commentators said. They're like, yeah, she's, yeah, like, yeah. You can tell he's been training her. Can you? Yeah. She paints her face. That's probably about the. That's probably the the height of the the stimulus. Yeah, she the got it so well. That line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Skip. Right. Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy next. I mean, I'm really interested in what's what's coming here. So Jim Ross came out for commentary for this match. And he'd done a really good job in recent weeks on Dynamite putting over particularly how good both Osprey and also Hiroshi Tanahashi were. Now, I've not got many notes about the, the match here because I just wanted to sit back and enjoy it. And the next sentence I'm about to say is absolutely and utterly ridiculous. But... The fact that I wouldn't rate this match as five stars made this a disappointment for me. And that's just how high my expectations are when Will Ospreay is in there. But nonetheless, I did think this was superb and great closing sequences with Cassidy kicking out the hidden blade before being finished off the Stormbreaker in 16 minutes and 44 seconds. I would put this as must watch. I would put this as match of the night. But what did they leave on the table here with Ospreay? Not Cassidy is good. Some, you know, they, they did a good job on commentary talking about him putting his hands in his pockets and the weak kicks and stuff. 
But Cassidy and Osprey are light years apart in terms of quality. And you could pick five or six people, and probably more, on the AEW roster that Osprey could have had a match of the ages for here, which they didn't do, albeit still must watch. What did you think of this? Right. I have a page of bullet points, but I'm going to keep it brief. Because my, my page of bullet points, I, I wrote my notes as I was watching. Okay. The first half of these notes... I sound like I'm about to jump off a bridge. Okay. And the back half of the notes, I sound like I am on a rooftop, but because I am buzzing. Yeah. Right. And you've su- you pretty much nailed it down, right? Bullet point one: Orange Cassidy is nowhere near the level of this man. Right. How is Will Ospreay meant to prove himself to the Americans? And it's hard to prove yourself to the American audience, particularly as a Brit. I don't mm-hmm. care what they say against this guy, because if I'm an American real, yes, Orange Cassidy is over. He's over as a joke, right? If I know wrestling and I like wrestling, my brain would go, well, I don't know much about this guy, but he can't be that good because they're putting him against this Wally, right? If, 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 I, if, I'm, if you take his persona aside, right? Now, don't get me wrong. Orange Cassidy is a good wrestler when he just wrestles. Yeah. Come to that. And I'll get to that at the end of the bullet points when he decided to wrestle. Um, I'm glad that Osprey didn't get involved in the sticking your thumbs up, doing the whole, you know, when they do the standoff and people do it every time Cassidy done like the thumbs up and all that Osprey just hit him. Brilliant. That is Osprey for you. None of this rubbish. Actually, the best thing on it was when Osprey did put his hand in his pocket, pulled out the middle finger. Best bit of that. That's my comedy night moment of the night. I thought Osprey showed some good personality in this match. Really, really. That was brilliant. That, um, just as a side on that, um, United Empire and Bullet Club, um, what this show show means, they are real factions, right? They kept saying about Orange Cassidy is in chaos, he's in best friends, he's in this, that, the other. United Empire and the Bullet Club are proper factions yeah. that AEW are, are trying so hard and they're getting, the Blackpool Combat Club is getting there. But United Empire Bullet Club, like even Ghetto, right? How he gets involved clever like proper no it's not cliche right they only get i think they're 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 just that's just the side that i just thought you know because he's the leader of 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 of, um united empire and obviously there was there was the bullet club guys in the stands it just made me think these are two proper factions going head to head actually led by will osprey and jay white this is this is this is like like normally in like you know AEW, you don't get your main man running running the the faction Jericho had it a bit with the inner circle, but if they had so many, they, these, these factions work, but anyway, that's aside. Um, I love that JR was praising Osprey. Um, he did a great essence, job. Os- Osprey was in absolute total control. And another thing that done Osprey is because of that last match, the crowd had been electric up to that. And then that mm. last match had killed them that they were still so flat. And I think the gap between Osprey and Cassidy shown at the start of this match, they couldn't get up for it because I think they thought this is, this is silly. Mm-hmm. Um, we then knew that, y- you know, Cassidy's going to get back into it. You, you know, it's coming. Um, I love that when Cassidy done his little, you know, his silly little kicks where he doesn't hit you properly. Yeah. Osprey just looked, Osprey just looked at the camera like, what is this? Yeah. He saw that. Perfectly. I love that. Yeah. I have, it's a bit like uh, whether you've got the UK office or the American office and in the UK one, it's Tim and in the American one, one it's Jim. Yeah. When, 
when Michael Scott or David Brent says something and they look at the camera like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. What? Yeah, what is really this? I just felt like going. I hope there's people around the world going. Yes, look how. What is this? <laughs> this is so silly. This is a, this is a title match. Um, uh, but you know, as I said, there's a place for the comedy, but not at this level. No, um, I, I agree. You know, yeah. they were kind of go. Oh, Chris Jericho knows how good Orange Cassidy because he beat him in an orange mimosa match. I mean, yeah. Well. <laughs> That is, you're not comparing like for like here. No. Um, you know, but again, then it started, then you started seeing, and Cassidy's got the ability, but this character is so over, right, that they're not going to change him from this. No. And he'd done enough, to be honest, he hit finisher upon finisher upon finisher, right? Enough to win, ordinarily. But again, shows, well, he's not that good. Um, and then, I thought there was a few when, like, as I said, I just got, I, I did like, I like Cassidy when he threw Osprey into the camera. That was great. Yeah. What a great yeah. shot. Yeah. Brilliant. And it, and it started picking up and Cassidy was great. And I'd gone from like, this is, I'm so angry to, this is brilliant. Oh, yeah. like, I thought it was, the ending was so good. Um, I got, you know, when, when Cassidy was trying to do the fake lying down, I got angry. I was like, oh, don't do that. Like, you know, when, Osprey was up on the turnbuckle. Cassidy was like, oh, well, oh, I'm pretending to lie down. I was like, oh, so this is going to be such a silly ending. Um, but it won. It yeah. was good because Osprey jumped down a bit like, I knew you were going to do that, flipped, and then still got done. I was like, this is great. I, I, I actually, one point, thought they're not going to do that. They are not going to put Cassidy over here, are they? Which I would have gone mad, but also I was like, this is so good. Um, then the, the counter to the Stormbreaker. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. So slick. So this guy can wrestle. But they've done it now. He's too far gone. Yeah. He's too far gone. Um he kicked out the Chelsea dagger. I mean, the match had me. Um, you know, and then the Chelsea dagger to win it, where Will Osprey just does the thumbs up. Oh, I was just like, this guy is just I love this man. He's so British. He's so English. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The sarcasm, the arrogance. I loved it. Um, and Cassidy, just wrestle, mate. But unfortunately for him, it's too late. It's too late. There was a moment um, he got serious, wasn't there? And then he did the yeah, kicks fast and he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, hopefully I've, I've, I've got across there my emotions of that match. That is a must watch. But for yeah. exactly the same reason, unfortunately, the gap between them two means it can't be five star. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that I'm, I think this is probably about as about as good as they could get it and I, and I they got it very very high but at no point did I think that was five so um yeah after the match Osprey and Aussie Open beat down Cassidy before Roppongi Vice made the save this eventually led to Katsuri Sabata's music playing he smashed Aussie Open in the aisle and then squared off of Osprey um, Osprey got on top briefly before Shibata leveled him with a pump kick and beat him down in the corner and got Osprey in a sleep before Osprey was eventually rescued by Aussie Open. Now, I'm not sure what this leads to or what this leads to. Um, and I'm, assu- I'm assuming that Shibata still isn't cleared and never will be. Um, I've not seen anything in the post-event news about this, um, but he got a great reaction. Uh, and it was a bit of a weird bit when Cassidy went in there um, and put sunglasses on and then was called back in by Shabata and then sort of didn't know what to do and then went back out again but it, did you have any any thoughts to add on this um i i'm a bit like ah unfortunately that makes me feel that the feud is going to go back to new japan 
and therefore we lose Will Ospreay. Well, I think we're about AEW. to because they're about to G1, so we're going we're gonna to lose I know, but you know what I mean? I just yeah. would like to have him to have stayed a bit longer, but this brings him over. Um, Shibata, tell me more about him. So Shibata got a really, really serious brain injury in a, in a, in a, in a, a very tough to watch now, but, but incredible match of Okada, probably either 2017 or 2018. And, and all he's really, I mean, he's, he's head of the um, LA Dojo and a trainer then. He did that, that thing with Zack Sabre Jr. at the Wrestle Kingdom show. But I don't, his brain injury was so, I mean, he nearly died. Like he, he legitimately nearly died. So whether, and this is on a, I think a headbutt spot and he collapsed backstage after, after the Okada match. Oh. Um, so I can't see him ever doing a, a full match. I mean, it's possible that Osprey and him might do something at King of Pro Wrestling or something, which is this big show at, uh, um, Rigoku, I I always say say the names in my head, right? But when I cut, they come out. Rigoku Sumo Hall in October, Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Could see him. Could see him. Could see him at York Hall. He's been at York Hall before, actually. Funny enough, years ago. That that actually brings me. You you just brought me to a couple of uh, just going back a match. Two quick Mm. questions, or one question and one observation. You, You mentioned it there, the King of Pro Wrestling, so world champion. Who it was, um, Shingo, I think. Yes. What what what, what is this king of pro like wrestling? Tro- like he, did, tr- did he have a, he didn't have a belt, did he? No, uh, yeah, no, it's a trophy. Um, so it's like a it's like but a, you defend it. Yeah. So king of pro wrestling is an event in October, and it's also a yeah. trophy now as well. But it's like it's weird. But the way rules. they said it, they were like, "Oh, he's been he's been he's been the king of pro wrestling champion for X amount of days," and I was a bit like equivalent of saying, "Well, you've been your king of the ring." Yeah. Well, well, you're obviously going to be here for 365 days because that's when the next show is. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Um, like, maybe no, you can not, defend it. No, yeah, you can defend it. It's not. It's not that. So there's, there's like the one, the match at Dominion was basically. I think I can't remember exactly what it was now, but it's like every time you got you covered someone, it was like a one count that counted as one. If you got a two count, right. count as two. If you threw three count, counted as three. And it was like first of thirty or something, or for, or yeah. total points. And so it's like like the concept. Weird, weird rules, but um, it's quite like the concept of that. What was the other? Sorry, I'm sorry, I was going to say, one more, say one more thing, just because I'm going back a match that we didn't touch upon, was that the dudes of Attitude was a heart back to um, the Great American Bash in 1990. Did you hear this? Yes, I did, yeah. yeah. Did you know this then? I, I knew it was a WCW thing, yeah. yeah. But do you know who the... Well, it's, who Lu- the uh, it's Luger, Sting, El, El Gigante, Junkyard yeah. Dog, and a few other, yeah. couple other people, wasn't it? Yeah. The Steiners and... Yeah, sorry, and Paul Orndorff. Yes, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. just made me laugh because also it's 1990, so it's not a million miles away from the Some of the stuff we on did, Mid-South, it? is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, no. It's and sorry, I just remembered that. What I was going to tell you is that I I don't know if you may, may or may not have seen my tweet to the um, Super J cast, but I there was a there was a big kickboxing thing at the Tokyo Dome a couple of weeks ago, and I I went I went to look at the video purely because I was interested in whether they were cheering or not, and they were, and I'm like, mm. what's going on here? And, and so for some reason now, that that MMA group or kickboxing group has always been doing cheering. So it's not a, it doesn't appear to be like a like a law. It's, it appears to be a venue rule or or a company rule, like the com- like New Japan's promoters are doing it. So whether if they if they don't get this back in time for G, I mean, if they don't get this back in time for G one, when are they going to? I mean, Japan is it's just a bit of a joke now, and I, I think that you know. Um, what do they want? I mean, it's not going away. COVID's not going away. Everyone is in that country is vaccinated. I don't understand what they're doing. And, it, and, it, and it, they really, you Japan, if, if other groups are doing cheering 
they need to make the decision to do it now because it's hurt their business so much. And with the momentum they've got after Dominion, they need to get cheering in place for the G1. So let's hope that happens. Uh, next up, Zack Sabre Jr. versus the debuting and surprise Claudio Cascinoli. I didn't say that very well. The artist formerly known as Cesaro. He got a let's big reaction. Let's do Claudio, I think. Claudio, yeah. He got a big reaction, as you'd expect. Uh, now, I've always liked him, but this is yet another wrestler on a super bloated roster. And I'm really past the point of caring or being excited about any of these new entrants because he's not a difference maker. And I don't really see him, you know, I've, I don't know. I'd just rather see people like Pac in more prominent feature positions and Darby Allen and Jungle Boy when he's back. So, yeah, I'm not super excited about this, but regardless, um, he hit the neutralizer immediately for a superb near fall just after the bell. I thought this was a bit of a slow burner. It went 18 minutes and 27 seconds with Castagnoli winning with a powerbomb variation I didn't catch the name of, so don't, and I don't know, so don't sue me for that. Um, I do like Zack Sabre Jr. I'm not as fond as him of, of his style as some people are, um, I would definitely go recommend for this, but I don't think this is one um, that would necessarily be to everyone's taste. I also thought, having gone as long as they did at 18 and a half minutes, they needed to pick it up a little bit for the final few minutes or go a bit longer and get there and get to that highest gear, but they never did. So um, this is just a, a recommend for me. And Ke Kevin Kelly said that they still had the dream match down the road with Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. But what does that mean now that Zack's lost his first match in AEW pay-per-view? Um, what did you make of this one? Um, Zach Sabre Jr. is so posh, isn't he? <laughs> his, promos are so, his promos. So he's from the Isle of Sheppey in the Garden of England of Kent. And he's, That's not uh, posh, is it? The Garden of England. I'm not sure Kent's what? posh, mate. It I'm might not be. Saying it's, <laughs> I'm not saying it's posh, but he doesn't sound like. Well, he hasn't got the same voice as us, has he? Let's be honest. Um, uh, another Brit, another Hill. Yes. I, was, I was actually made a comment of, other than the British Bulldog, if you're British, you're a heel, aren't you? Um, yeah, I, can't, I mean, Dynamite Kid was with David Boy Smith, but I can't think of... I mean, Osprey was a babyface originally, but he wasn't... He did the New Japan show at Madison Square Garden as a face, but this is the highest profile thing he's done ever in, yeah. in North America. So this is yeah. what I mean about try, you're trying to get over as a Brit. You, it, it is, it's easier to be a heel as a Brit because people just don't like us. Yeah, I think so, because you've got the natural kind of foreign thing I suppose haven't you yeah going, going for you yeah. um trying to think so of yeah uh, so yeah, got, Wade, well, Wade Barrett was never a baby face that I can recall yeah he's uh, Re Regal ever. not really no oh yeah Regal I suppose he's now but he's um, now yeah yeah he was a baby face a bit in WWE actually but was not he? top not top not top level yeah. yeah um Cesaro another nation represented I've got that's the only positive does he qualify um, for the all atlantic title switzerland landlocked because then anyone does as we've established at the end <laughs> um you've obviously just mentioned about about him i was going to say tell me more but he looks like a specimen of a man i mean he's a decent wrestler um i mean there's going to be a point where khan's going to have to start releasing people or moving them to ring of honor because this isn't it's not sustainable well i this think sustainable. i think ring of honor probably is the the thing because yeah. I think they, he wants an hour television show in one pay per views and that'll be fine. What what is interesting is he does know how to sign people. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, as Fulham fans uh, with the new season around the corner, it is interesting. He does know how to sign people um, when they are really, you know, he knows how to sign people when they're not needed. So when they are needed, you'd think he'd be good at that, wouldn't you? I mean, anyway, that's a side. 
you can't expect him. He's too busy doing wrestling booking and late night calls to someone oh. to bring him some some stuff that you know me may, may yeah. or may not be legal in whatever state. But hang on, unless unless I mean I allegedly. But hang on, a Cesaro is a specimen, and I, for one, I'll tell you what, give him a game at centre-half and let's see how we go on, all right? <laughs> Maybe that's the trick. Maybe that's what he's going to do with the enlarged roster. I'm not sure exactly, That, first, that yeah. first game of the season against Liverpool, we're, we're, we're rocking up with Cesaro or Claudio, our, our new Swiss centre-half. Yeah, Who yeah. knows? Who he knows? can't be any worse than our last Swiss centre-back, can he? Senderos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Off's probably a better wrestler. Um, yeah. the, Blackpool, <laughs> the Blackpool Combat Club have got They've obviously added him. I, mean, I touched on it earlier. I think they've got a bit of potential now. Um, I did like the, the technicality of this because they're trying to say that who's the better technical wrestler. Um, and thus, I liked it when Sabre Jr. had obviously been working on Claudio's arm, which meant he couldn't lift very well when he does the worst um, finishing move in wrestling that's ever mm-hmm. invented, which is spinning someone around and around. Um <laughs> I mean, given he's this was meant to be about technical wrestling, I don't really see many technical moves from from our Swiss friend. Um, and if you're and again, if you're counting spinning someone around around as a technical wrestling, I'm not really sure. It's like what you do in the garden with a kid. Um, Sabre Junior constant holds. You know, I thought Claudio was more. He's more traditional wrestler than technical. I just was getting a bit hit up because they kept talking about the technicality. Jack Saber Jr. is a technical wrestler, and this Claudio guy is not. Well, from what he showed me there, is not. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed that Saber Jr. lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, whoever, whenever you do their matches, and as a mystery guest, the mystery person is That's winning. It. Yeah. Um, and actually, I'm just glad because at one stage when he hit him with the finisher straight away, I thought they were going to do a squash. Mm. Um, I put it was all right. So I recommend again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just just wanted a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. So the IWGP world title match was next with Jay White versus Adam Cole versus Kazuchi Okada and Adam Page. And it's such a shame this is a four-way. And even more so given what we said about matches with multiple participants earlier in the show. Okada got a super reaction, which actually made me a little bit emotional, um, both from the when he came out and actually during the reintroductions, this guy came off like the megastar he is. And for many of the greatest of all time, and I'd be one of those people. Um, there was a huge standing ovation after a holy shit chant at the start of this and fair play to the crowd who'd seen a lot of wrestling up to this point and they they wanted this they, they made it feel like a big deal and wanted this to be a big deal now i thought this was good but i don't think the crowd believed that there'd be a title change at any point and also the finish was strange now subsequently um i we we discovered that it's likely that adam cole picked up a concussion somewhere in here but what happened was okada hit a second drop kick on cole followed by the landslide slam. Uh, he then picked him, Adam Cole up, went for the Rainmaker, but Cole ducked, sort of slumped to the floor. Jay White got back in, hit the Blade Runner on Okada, then rolled over onto Cole, and the ref counted three in 21 minutes and two seconds. Uh, and this was odd, but, you know, clearly uh, Cole had pro- a problem here. Um, I'd say this was just about still in the recommended category, but overall a bit disappointing. Again, you know, what can you do about a finish like this? Um, after the bell, a medic checked on Cole and Ross didn't really help by calling the finish anticlimactic, which is probably not what the moment really needed. Um, the Undisputed Elite came down to check on Cole as well, but he did he was able to walk out. Uh, what did you think of this IWGP world title match? We'll get to the end of it in a minute. Um, I'm, for someone that's watched wrestling for so long, I think you've, you're being very generous there. 
I think if you got a concussion, you just got you just got you've got to definitely it. had a concussion. Definitely I, had one then. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. You, unless, unless you, what did you see in that ring that meant he had a concussion? Oh well, that's this is what's come out after. I rewatched that three times. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. who who's told you, you had a concussion? AEW after that they've just bought oh, the so end of one of their think, best matches. Okay. Okay. So just do you think they've said that as a work? He walked. Then, he walked. Yes. Yeah. Not okay. a work as in a thing. As in, I think they messed up the end. Yeah. And are now making up for it by saying he had a concussion. Okay, Sorry, if he's got a concussion, why why is Jay White gone? Oh, I'll pin him because he's got a concussion. You pin the bloke you've just done your finishing so, move on. Well, I wouldn't have. I no wonder harder. if. But I okay, but you, you don't pin it. I think that there I, was. I think you have Adam to Cole, Cole ducked, but he ducked the rainmaker. He ducked it. He didn't yeah. slump. He ducked it. He deliberately did it. But if you, I personally think there was, they messed it up, and they sent down the medic straight away. The Bucks just walked in. I reckon Khan went, go in now, because you need to make sure you look concerned. There's, they're, they're, go and watch it again, see how concerned well, they are. Well, what was they, just walk, they just walk in and just stood there. I don't know. Something went wrong. Maybe he was meant to kick out. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. You think he I possibly thought it was could have kicked awful. out? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't, I know, don't whether, know. I don't know whether a card was meant to hit the Rainmaker, right? Oh, yeah. So, again, yeah. so I wonder, was a card meant to hit the Rainmaker? Cole's ducked it, right? Then realised, ah, I shouldn't have ducked it. I was meant to have been hit there. Yeah, he's down. White's done the finish. He's going to pin him. Ah, they've messed up. Bit like but, earlier on with Sting. Sting's messed his lines up. It happens to the best. But did, did he mess it up because he was out out of it? Possibly. I don't know. But I, I've rewatched it back a few times and tried to look. He's done a move on a card and not much before that. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's a really weird. One. The, the, I, the, the, I personally think that 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 because when the Bucks come down, they just stand in the ring. And they just sort of stand there. They don't yeah. go, are you okay, Adam? They just stand there. I suppose over a concussion, well, what, I wonder can, if, what can you do? I yeah, suppose. but I wonder if can't, Tony Khan's gone, get down there now. Possibly. You need to show that there's concern. I, I think that the the, the, the finish this match, I mean, I, I wish I put my life out. I may have even tweeted it. I, the finish of this match was always going to be Joe White pins Adam Cole. Like, there was no other finish that was ever going to happen. Yes, which I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. But I wondered if it was going to be he pins him. And that was going to be a whole thing around him turning on him, yeah. but not turning. But but he was meant to get hit. Now you now you the, might the be rainmaker right. would the, make be, sense if he'd hit the rainmaker. And you might be right. Maybe he didn't. Yeah. So maybe I'm being harsh, and maybe he didn't hit him because Adam Cole thought I'm concussed here, and I don't want to be hit by that as well. Mm. Right. However, I just think the elaborate nature of everyone being run down, right, made me think mm, this is like the Bucks didn't. They just ran in. Yeah. They didn't yeah. do anything. No, and, and like you say, JR was like, it's a bit anticlimactic. Anyway, that's the ending. Um, they made it a big game, big game feel. I did write on this one about the four way actually. That I know we've touched on it already, but when you watch New Japan, lots of the New Japan shows, there's all they're always like three on three, four on four. They when you watch a New Japan show, it's quite often not one on one. Uh, yeah, the, so so I wonder if there is a little bit of I know we're like saying, well, we don't really like four way, but. Maybe that might be a little bit of New Japan influence. No, so because so the they like to they like to sell they like to get everyone involved, don't they? Sell tickets. Well, there's two, there's two. So, okay, so the IWGP title is not usually ever defended in a three way or four way, but they do. But they, the title, okay, they but the other title. matches are. But they do have a lot of show, even on their even on some even like Dominion traditionally and King of Pro Wrestling. The King of Pro Wrestling I went to is a good example of this. So, so King of Pro Wrestling is probably their like number three or four show of the year, apart from like if separate from G One and stuff. But the undercard for that is all tags, so it's all like 
I remember Osprey. Osprey was going for never, never open weight title like a few months after, and he was in a four on four with someone, and he got the pin over yeah. the champion to build it. So that's the way they would always do their undercards, but not not triple threats and stuff. So it's yeah. slightly different, yeah. Um, but yeah, these big people. I, I had made a note to say that you know if you're going to go back, if you're ever bored and you want to watch something, obviously go back and watch Bid South. But um, then when you've caught up, and if you haven't, go and watch the Akada v Omega. Uh, trilogy because it's the best thing you'll ever do if you haven't seen it already. It's actually um, a, it's actually a quadrant quadrant quad, quad, yeah sorry I'm yeah I missed one. Um the anti-air by Cole to Page in midair was brilliant. Uh where he kicked Page in midair absolutely yeah, super um yeah as we said earlier I don't want to keep going about it, but the four way you, you don't get the full potential of each person you don't see no. you've got four big stars here. you didn't see the full potential of them all mm. Again, I, and I'm keep talking about this, but this is a cross, crossover event where if you don't watch the other brand, you want to see what the other brand's got to offer. And I, I'm not sure. I've, there's a few of these matches you did. They, the wrestlers didn't do themselves enough justice. They're better mm. than that. Um, I like Cole hit the backstabber after yeah. turning him. Very good. Um, love Jay White's free super sloopexes, which was then led by each wrestler's like Cole hit the boom, Akada hit the drop kick. Page at the Lariat. I love all that stuff. That that's that works. These guys can get it to work, right? Um, Hangman was on fire at, at one point. I actually thought he might. I I I, I always knew White was going to win, but there was a bit with Page. I was like, God, he's really going here. Mm. Um, Cole's great. I do feel the other three are the next level up. Yeah, and and, and and at times I I could tell that. Page and Cole aren't too far apart, I wouldn't say. With the other no, no, better. no, no. Yeah. But, but I think Page is still the next level up from Cole. And I think at times it showed. Um, but Actually, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, I put Cole and Page pretty similar, but Page is a more yeah. believable heavyweight wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe that. But um, if you put Cole in with someone like Johnny Gargano or Darby Allen or Jungle Boy, I think he'd have a better match than, than Hangman and Page would be. So some yeah, of similar yeah. size. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Cole was great. You know, he's. You know, dodging stuff, he's great. Miss, you know, dodge the buckshot, dodge the rainmaker, then hits two super kicks and all of that. Um, then you got a card of rocking up, best drop kick in the world, past, present, future. Guy can drop kick for fun. Um, look, I've discussed my views on the on the end. Um, say JR said it as well. I, I I've watched it back. I yeah, look, we just touched upon it. I. I don't want to be horrible because it might be it might be a thing, but yeah. I'm not going to believe any, I'm not going to believe anything that, that someone goes. Well, AEW said it. Well, yes, of course they said it. Well, if, if he's <laughs> out for, if he's out for a month now, I think we can yeah. we can believe it. Yeah, then it might be yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, good shout. If he's yeah, but again, even then I don't believe because Carl might go take a month off because I, I don't I, know. I, yeah. No, but you know what? He might be like he is, he messed, is banged up I've anyway, met, Carl. Because he's he not wrestling like, yeah, since the last like, I've just messed up. A really good ending. You, you cut. Like, I've messed up. Like if he has messed it up, I've messed up a really good ending. I need you to, can you know? Again, he might have just forgot his lines. It happens. Like, I, we I watched think, him do it. I think. I think the finish was probably. I actually put on this. Do you know what I put? I put in the words of my friend Steve. This was an overbooked mess of an end. <laughs> I, and I, I put that... and I put. I'm gutted. I was absolutely gutted. Jay White looked embarrassed. It, it may it may well it may well be out already. It may well come out. I think the finish was Okada close like uh, Okada hits Rainmaker on Cole. Jay White slides yes. in, hits a Blade Runner, and then he pins, like pins him. Cole. Yes, pins that's Cole. what I thought it was meant yeah. to be. But now it's 
did Cole avoid the rainmaker because he was because he was concussed and he didn't or, or and he didn't want to get hit or did he mess up his life? Did he mess it up? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I think he was concussed. That's what it boils down to. I think. I think he's um, so experienced that he wouldn't he wouldn't budge it. I, I'm going with I'm I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt there. I think. Um, but it did look I a put, mess because I was gutted about it. I put it was all right. My mum been a bit harsh. I was no, getting. I got quite. I got quite angry about that. <laughs> it's talking just, of talking of talking of talking of anger. Oh no, no no no! Oh, oh, oh no. could you? Oh, because you're really looking forward to blood and guts, aren't you? Because this is all about blood and oh, guts. Well, on well night. There's, there's two things oh, here. I didn't know you were looking forward to blood and guts because literally that's what this match was all about, there's blood and two, guts on Wednesday night. Two but you tell, me, you tell me what you think. No, no, I will. I will tell you what I think. Yeah, because um, that's what this is all about, this match. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I will get there. Um, the main event for the interim AEW World title came next with John Moxley challenging Hiroshi Tanahashi. And I wondered pre-match whether Tana could pull off another classic main event, again, with the difficulty of the crowd having little doubt as to who would go home with the AEW gold. Now, um, I think by the end of this match, uh, they did get me a bit. Um, the crowd was solidly behind Tanahashi, even with Moxley having been busted wide open midway through on... You'll probably talk about this a bit more, but they talked about you know whether it was stomps the head or you know it was the it was the sling blade, but it probably was that nothing. blade that he cut himself with. Yeah, for it was just no reason, nothing. Um, as I put on, as I put on it already, I will get to it. But John Moxley is the equivalent of a fourteen-year-old girl doing it for the gram. <laughs> Because uh, a photo with blood on your face looks a lot better than a photo without. Yeah, there face. we go. And all I've seen today on Twitter is photos from what blood on his face. Yeah. If someone goes, "Oh no, how do you get that?" Oh, we don't really know. Don't really know. Yeah, doing um, it for the gram. They were especially behind Tanahashi in a mo- and a Moxley choke near the end as they chanted in unison, "Go Ace!" Willing him to make it out, and in the end, Moxley hit the Death Rider for the pin in 18 minutes and two seconds. Now. This was not the Tanahashi of the G1 run in 2018 where everyone had written him off and he, they thought they didn't have it anymore and he, he just produced, you know, match of the year, candidate after match of the year. Um, this was not even the Tanahashi that faced Chris Jericho in the Dome in January 2020, but he still managed to be part of something reasonably compelling, especially at the end, even with his severe late in career physical limitations. I mean, this guy is banged up completely. You know, his knees are gone you know, there's you know some question mark whether perhaps he should have should have been there at all. But I, I still think he, you know, he got there somewhat. And I really would have loved to have seen the t- 2015 version of Tanahashi versus this Moxley. Now I'm still going to recommend for this one because um, I think it, in terms of historical significance and just Tanahashi, like you know, this is this is probably one of the the last big main event matches of his career. Um, now after the bell, it looked like Moxley and Tanahashi were going to shake hands until the Jericho job squad came out to attack them. And I just thought this was an absolutely wretched, 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 wretched way to end this pay-per-view. Kingston came out to make the save and was beaten down. And the rest of the Blackpool Country Club came out as well. And unfortunately, we didn't talk about this earlier on, but Claudio Castagnoli's music is absolutely awful. Awful, awful, awful. And we heard that again. I was just like, why... Is this, ta- is this pay-per-view, this special New Japan, you could have got a handshake, happy ending. Who cares about this blood and guts match between these this lot? I don't, I could not care less. Um, and this really left a sour taste in my mouth at the end. First of all, let's focus on everything up to the point where Mox and Tano, we thought were going to shake hands. What did you think of the match? Um, they made a point about both, both of these competitors carrying their com- com- companies through the pandemic, which I think is a very valid point. Um, I must say, during the pandemic, these two were on top of the tree in both their respective businesses um, and did a good job. I mean, Tanahashi, you're clearly, where would you rank him? You're clearly ranking him sort of one of the two. best in Japan. 
Yeah. Two, two, two all time. Yeah. yeah. Um, proper heavyweight wrestling match. Um, I actually like looked at, I was like, thinking about things during this match. Like when you put him through the table, and I might be like saying something completely obvious, but it just made me think about, oh, if something's set up and you put him through it, no disqualification. But if you hit someone with something, it is a disqualification. It reminds me yeah, of like golf. Is- like you play where it, like you got to play where it lies. Like, if the, <laughs> like, like the tape, but the table was there, right? But I'll start to think now. That makes sense, doesn't it? Because if you've put someone through the announce desk, you never got disqualified, really. No, if you hit with yeah. a chair, disqualified because the table's there. It's in the way. I yeah. just, I just, I just, the little things I'll just start. Like, what if you picked up the table and hit someone with it? No, because you picked it up. Yeah, but if it it's up. there, yeah. you've got to play where it lies. <laughs> if it's in your way, you can use it. I just thought it was quite interesting. Um, I hadn't thought of that before. Um there was a bit with Tanahashi with a 10 count. He said, oh, AEW is 10K and AEW. With this ref, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I literally was like, what's he going to count to now? And I'll tell you what, there was another There was another moment on it. There was a very, very close where he nearly hit three. Mm. Um, and it made me think that Red Shoes, the best referee in the world. Right? Yeah. I wonder with the Japanese one, whether Red Shoes, he's that good. He's got it so, like, so, uh, the timing so bang on and so last minute. You know when they go, that was a 2.99. Yeah. That these Japanese wrestlers are late in kicking out or they leave it a little longer because they, they're used to someone that knows exactly when to stop because Red maybe there, maybe there was a bit of a, but the, he's the only one in AEW that does it. Aubrey Edwards and the and uh, the guy that does the Bucks match is much better at the counts than this guy. I think it's yeah. I think it's a Paul Turner problem. I think, the, yeah, yeah. I, maybe I'm trying to give him. I just wondered if it was Reggie's. Shane Reggie's wasn't there. Yeah, it's weird they didn't fly. I guess it's not worth the worth the money to fly. Did him you over, say his son? His son was competing. Shooter Umino. Shooter Shota yeah. Umino's his son. Yeah. So he must have been there. Uh, it's possible, but I wouldn't have thought. I just find it really upset. I like, bet it's the sort of thing that he wouldn't pay to come and see. Pay to fly over, definitely. Yeah, and also, there might be issues. How do you with know the... you're going to pay? You're not mates of him. <laughs> just him. I okay. So he's taking his, he's taking his know, wife out, was he? In my mind, I'm like, if I was working for New Japan, they did this cross promotional show, and they're not going to pay for me to work the show. How do you know they're not paid for him? I'm. Oh, this is this is in my <laughs> fantasy world of being Red Chizuno. I'm oh, saying, sorry, unless you're, right, unless you're buying a ticket for me to come over and work the show, I'm not coming. So but I Gosh. wonder though, I wonder though, with with um there are some Japanese travel restrictions. I wonder and perhaps that might lead into the visa thing as well. Like, you know, you can get certain yeah. people over certain times, but perhaps if they've been over before, whatever, I don't know. Um, really like the King Kong, they called it the King Kong Lariat by Moxie. Really mm. like that. And then he kicked out after one. I really I thought that yeah, was great. Good. I really enjoyed that bit. Um and then I actually enjoyed the crowd booing Moxley and singing Go Ace. Yeah. Um when he was in the sleeper. Um I thought the crowd action was very interesting, and I agreed with them at this stage. They wanted was, something. They wanted something not obvious to happen. Is what that, yeah. what that was. I think. Um, I felt the ending was so flat, mm. so flat. The ending of the match, let alone yeah. what follows. I thought the ending of was just so. Ugh. And do you know what? Do you know why I think that? I genuinely think the crowd were annoyed about the blood as well. Do you think? I yeah. genuinely think yeah. their view was this is ridiculous. And I don't like, do blood in New Japan. I don't do blood in New Japan. No. Yeah. I put actually, do you know what they do? I put in. Do you know what New Japan love? They love a finishing move with blade in it. Yeah. Right? 
but they don't love an actual blade. No, that's true. And I've just put, I've just put it. What? No need. He's just doing it for the gram. He's doing it for the photos. Mm. And I've already seen it. I went on Twitter after I'd finished watching it. Oh, look at this photo of this guy. He's a warrior. Blackpool Combat Club. Da, da, da. The uh-huh. guy's cut his own head before. He did... And even if, okay, so even if it was a stomp. Oh, he's well odd. He's cut his whole face from someone standing on his head. I don't think he needed it, did it? Personally. It's, it's ridiculous. It, but they do it for the pictures. Mm. And guess what? Guess what? It was cut up in the blood. And then what did we get? We get an advert for blood and gluts. Wasn't it lucky that someone was bleeding during that? Yeah. Cut yourself after when they run in and beat you up. Because that would have had a thing. Oh, look, they've run in. He's now bleeding. And you've What's got a new, you've got an interim world champion. I know he's, you know, Punk will be, I guess yeah. him and Punk will be all out, but you've got the, he'll have a, he'll have a defense on TV, but you've made, you gave no time to that moment whatsoever. You just skipped over it to get to this, this poxy blood and guts thing that I guess, I guess, I guess they're worried about ratings. They want to pop a rating. I've just, what it's about. So moving on to now, I've just put, they've used a monumental event. They're one of the, like, without foul, you know, wrestling Twitter is mad and all different people have got their views. But one thing I think 90% of people agree on, this was a monumental event in regards to how it was. And they used it to advertise Wednesday's Blood and Guts show Yeah, at the end, right? Like you say, them shaking hands and Moxley just holding the belt up at the end. Even, do you know what? Even some of the wrestlers coming out. Yeah. Maybe some, even, even like a, some sort of like, wow, we've done it. This was great. Do you know what? Real wrestling fans would have gone, that's Good. We've had Regal, Wheeler Utah, yeah. uh, all of them come out, or shake hand, Tanahashi's hand, raise up yeah. John Moxley, celebrate what a Moxley. Way. What a way. Yeah. Crap t- thing, uh, confetti falls. That's the way to win the pay per view. Not yeah. with that. Or even, that nonsense. you know, in Japan, it's a lot of like respect stuff. So maybe even have some Jeff Rays to stand at the top of the, yeah. of the, yeah. the, the walkway, clapping him. Yeah. Something like that. You've had right? all the baby face wrestlers on the card out giving him, clapping yeah. him. And it, this is, yeah, that's, that would have been, uh, that would be, you know what? That would have been amazing. Have the Blackpool Combat Club come out. Shake their hands. The other, the baby face wrestlers yeah. from from that. We've got a new champion. It would. Uh, you know what? Guy. It would be so good. Been? good. Yeah. Um, but instead, you got that. The crowd. I don't know if would you, when you if you watch this back, watch the crowd. They couldn't care yeah. less. Yeah. They are just standing there. They're just people are just standing. And go and going. There was yeah. There was no booing. There was no cheering. There was just watching. Mm. Um, Kingston's then got clearly got some sort of previous with Claudio. So that's. Silly, because now they're meant to be on the same team, aren't they, on Wednesday yeah. or something like that. He then wouldn't get in the ring. Um, all you hear is him shouting from the background, not getting in the ring and helping. Like, like what? All I would, you know what? All I was, I was thinking, what is this? I was just, all I could, all I was thinking was, but it was too late once everyone got out. But once I just thought, oh my God, Kenny, just come out. You've got to be there or thereabouts now, mate. Please come out. Please come out. <laughs> or just, or just, it all the lights go off. And his music comes on. He just walks out, stands there at the top. I don't know what. And then the show cuts or something like that. I was praying for it. Like, please let him be back. But no. But no. We have to watch Blood and Guts on Wednesday. Um, I, yeah. I, I had to put this as it was all right. I was, I was left. The match left me feeling flat. Mm. The ending left me feeling flat when I shouldn't have been. And then that mess this is Jericho my favorite wrestler ever he should he should know better than that he should know better than that and you know what if you if you what have New Japan done wrong there 
Like this, remember, this is Forbidden Door, a crossover show. It's not AEW featuring not a record song on an album. Oh, you're the feature in New Japan. You've got a sideshow. This is a joint show. And New Japan just push to one side. Where, let's get our stuff yeah, out there. Where, yeah. So what's happening in New Japan next week? I don't know because we didn't bother. Do you know why? Because it's nothing to do with this show. Yeah. We'll keep that for our own show. Mental. Mm. Mental. What would you uh, give this show out of 10 overall? Well, my final thoughts. Yes. Yeah. I don't normally write a little final thoughts column I have. Up until Will Ospreay, maybe even Jack Zack Sabre Jr., I was very, very happy with the show. I was thinking, this is... Do you know what? I got to the end of that, Zack Sabre Jr., ignore the women's match, and I was like, oh, my God. This... We, we have got the two main matches left. This is... This is it. This is going to be the best pay-per-view I've ever... Like, this, we are on... If this continues in this vein, with the quality that's left, this is going to be superb. Um, and then Tony Khan managed to waste the opportunity of having some of the best wrestlers in the world, he managed to, he managed to blow it. He managed to blow it by overbooking it, putting them all in. If I tell you what, if I put them all in there and then that's that something good will happen. No, because we knew who was going to win both of them. Fine. Cause that happens, but add something bit different. Add a twist. Do that, do that. I left it feeling flat and angry, but has that got, it's a crossover show. What do I want to watch more now? Do I want to watch AEW on Wednesday, Blood and Guts? No. Right? Or do I want to watch New Japan, whose two top champions are um, Jay White and Will Ospreay, the Bullet Club, and the United Empire? Do I want to watch that promotion? Or do I want to watch an interim AEW champion who's going to be in a match with um, two guys that I couldn't even tell you their names? <laughs> Jericho, I don't know their names uh, either. Santana, Ortiz, um, that I don't know who else is in it. Anyone that anyone that claims they're a street fighter, Eddie Kingston, anyone else? Both John from the pub. It don't really matter. <laughs> Would I rather watch that? But it is two rings inside a cage. Cool. Last time they did that, there was a hoo ha because Jericho fell onto a crash mat. Yeah. Right. Or do I want to watch JY and Will Ospreay go to Japan and 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 their factions? Try and think. What do I, what, you know? How's that left me? Is that left me wanting to watch the thing on Wednesday? Not really. No, will I? Like, yeah, yeah, I will because I'm a mug and I'm paying for it. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Who's done? Who's done better out of this? This show to me, New Japan. If you New Japan, I would be more intrigued. If I was a Japanese wrestling fan, I wouldn't be thinking, "Oh, I need to watch that." But AEW people would be like, mm, "I might be quite interested in that." Like Jay White didn't do himself enough justice, but his in-ring talking stuff does. So, so anyway, going back to the score, I'll have this round. Is I was I was on an eight up until hmm. Jack Saber Jr., but having the, the last two have knocked me down to the stage between six and seven. I've gone seven. I actually think that neither side has come out better. Actually, I think Osprey had a good had, yeah, had, had, had a had a had a really good match, like an excellent match. But well, it's Will Osprey. Like I know we shouldn't all sit yeah, here and expect point. him to expect him to. But if if you didn't think that Osprey could have really really incredible matches with people, then you'd be living under a rock. So, um, you know, but but he's not had that opportunity always to do it. No, he hasn't had that opportunity in in North America on proper traditional, you know, pay-per-view. I think the Ring of Honor show is only streamed. So, um, yes. So, but, you know, that's the only thing coming out of the show. And 
Jay White, yeah, okay. Um, if there's no clapping in Japan, if sorry, if there's no cheering in Japan for G1, I've got no interest. Now, um, yeah, no, I have put, I have put, AW. yeah, I mean, I have put, has me wanting to watch New Japan over AW. However, it needs a crowd. Yeah. And, and to be honest, them guys were thriving off it, weren't they? They were. I really yeah. like, I was really happy for the Japanese guys. It must have been like, oh, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I, I've just, and I've been on see Twitter since and stuff. And I think the consensus is between eight and 10 out of 10. Right. I, I, 10 out of 10. Oh, you want to see? I, I mean, you've not been on there enough. Yet. No. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe um, for our Patreon listeners, when me and him leave voice clips later on, if you sign up, we'll, we'll post our voice clips on there um, to our currently zero subscribers. But I mean, we are charging up yeah. a pound amount. Um, but. <laughs> Have a little look and see. But the consensus I've got is people are going, this is one of the best things I've ever seen. And I don't know how you can feasibly no, do that. Insanity. Call it that. We'll, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about their reaction to this pay-per-view next week. Because Dan, Dan and I, we're going to be 24 hours later for our first UWF uh, television review due to scheduling conflicts. But we'll be back next week with our regular UWF um, review. And we'll talk a little bit more about the aftermath of this, this pay-per-view. And probably a little bit about blood and guts, because that'll be timely next week as well. But um, Dan, thank you very much as ever for appearing on the show. I'm looking forward to some consecutive UWF appearances in the coming yes. weeks. Have you watched the shows yet? No, I haven't. I obviously know that I, I, you know, little thing for everyone. I've been told that I need to go on some sensitivity training. So, oh, yeah. That's yeah, not what I'm tuning in for. I don't know what let's, is. Let's not talk about that. Um, but no, the, show, the shows are very, the shows are, spoiler alert, I've watched the shows. They're very strong. So, you've got, got some good stuff to look forward to over the next couple of weeks. So, thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we should speak to you all again very, very soon. <laughs>